Welcome to Flip It or Skip It, brought to you by WorthPoint, the world's largest antiques and collectibles pricing and research database. Buy right, sell right, and profit more with WorthPoint. Now, let's meet our hosts. Hi, everybody. I'm Dana Crawford. And I'm Wayne Jordan. In today's episode number 43 of Flip It or Skip It, we're going to be talking about American Girl dolls. Oh, here we are, back on dolls again. Yeah, <laughs> Actually, I think dolls are cute. Not for me personally. Uh-huh. Tell the truth. Tell the truth. No, I'll never tell. <laughs> well, I raised two boys, so I have no experience... I've only ever bought one doll. I bought it for my wife when she was an adult, and it was kind of a gag gift. I bought her a cheerleader Barbie. (laughs) Uh, But other than that, I have no experience. So you're of the female persuasion. (laughs) So you probably have more of an affinity for for dolls than I do. Tell us about American Girl dolls. Have you sold them, picked them, bought them? What's your experience with American Girl dolls? Well, my American Girl doll journey began with my twin girls when they were little, and I never heard of American Girl dolls until my mother, their grandmother, bought them each uh, an American Girl doll. Mm -hmm. And that's when, um, I believe they were about eight, that's when American Girl was introduced into my family. One had um, Samantha and one had Kirsten. Mm-hmm. And they have the interesting thing about them is they had stories behind them. They had books, lots of accessories that you could purchase, mm-hmm. <laughs> lots of additions, and you could grow your American Girl adventures with all of these almost like episodes mm-hmm. of things that these girls participated in. And it was introduced to encourage girls to um, learn about history as well, because they Mm -hmm. have wonderful history. And my girls were really into reading at the time. And so the books were fascinating to them. So we really went out of our way to purchase all the books, which still Mm -hmm. are good sellers today. Also, then it was it evolved into at the time I wasn't doing eBay, of course, I was working three jobs. And one of those jobs was for the park district. And I taught classes and workshops for children. I also did sewing classes for adults and so on. But one class that I did for children was an American Girl doll tea party. Mm -hmm. And American Girl had a store in Chicago, and I believe it's still there. They're still in Chicago anyway. Okay. And at their store, they would do these tea parties and they would have events. And so I decided to copycat it and do an American Girl tea party at the Park District. And I actually got in trouble from American Girl for the copyright on their name. Right. So there was a way that you had to word it properly, and they were very strict back then. This must have been about 1995, 96. Right. And so I had to change the name of my tea party a little bit. I still had American, and I still had doll and girl in there, but I changed it up a little right. bit. Right, right, right. But all the little girls came with their American girl dolls. Sure, <laughs> sure. Well, at that time, 
uh, Mattel had not yet bought out American Girl. I think they bought them out in 98, something like that, about, about 20 years ago. Uh, that's your journey with uh, American Girl dolls. What about your selling experience with them? Have you picked them, flipped them, uh, listed them on eBay? Uh, give us an idea of what you've done with them to make money. Sure. So that that was my introduction to the American Girl journey. And then um, as I grew, became a consignment seller, moved to Florida, a local lady, well, she lived up by Orlando somewhere, and she Mm -hmm. contacted me to sell her American Girl doll collection. And Mm -hmm. she said she had a very large collection. And of course, I started researching and the value on them was amazing. And I was so tempted to sell my daughters, but I didn't. (laughs) I still, I I kept them for them, but their value even then was actually higher than it is now. It's, it is on the rise again. However, um, back then they were out the ballpark on, on prices Give me an idea. What do you? What would you say is out of the ballpark for one of those? You could new? get anywhere from three to eight hundred for one dollar. Really? Yes. Wow. Yes, and that was in the um, early two thousands. They they went down a little bit since then. But long story short, I went to. I had to actually pay my husband to come with me and and use his vehicle. I had to buy him lunch. So I brought him with me because she had such a big collection, I couldn't handle it all on my own and had to load up um, his Suburban and bring them all home. And we barely got it all in. There was just so much. She had wardrobes, like closets for your doll clothes. Right. Um, She had tables, chairs, all the furniture you can imagine. And she had everything in the original boxes. Wow. Yeah, so it was a huge, huge collection, and then just trunks of clothes, and at least 20 dolls from the American Girl doll family, and everything was mint in their original boxes. Sounds like she was a serious collector. Well, unfortunately, she actually married a man that his wife died and she married into the collection, and then he died. <laughs> so she, sounds, so she got it. So, and so she, she said, "What am I going to do with all these things? <laughs> I'm going to sell them. I'll call Dana." <laughs> so she cashed in her lottery right. ticket. Right, right. <laughs> and um, we nailed it. I mean, we just mm-hmm. killed it. We we good. made such good money on that. Even fifty fifty. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was a wonderful experience. And what I learned during that adventure was a few items were handmade. So even though some of the clothing did not have the American Girl brand on them, if they were unique or they would fit the American Girl doll, they still brought in a few, you know, extra bucks. But the furniture itself is amazing. I mean, the the couches, the the chairs, the trunks, and all the little accessories down to the bracelets and the jewelry. From what I've seen, most of the dolls were a foot and a half, 18 inches. Correct. But they've, since they were 
originally manufactured. They they're now making them in other sizes, like you have baby size dolls and yes, and you have dolls made for younger girls. The American girls were for eight and up. What are the sizes? Of this furniture. I mean, clearly with dolls that big, it has to be bigger than dollhouse furniture. I mean, how right. if you're talking about a couch, for example, and you have to set an 18-inch doll on it, is this like a three-cushion couch? I mean, that would have to be, you know, that would have to be pretty big, wouldn't it? A couple of feet at least. Yeah, they, they were big. And then there was also a brass bed and... Mm-hmm. That was really that sold for a lot of money because of course it was a it was a replica of a breast bed, and you know those she had several of those in the original box. So I actually took one out and put it together so that I could see how it all looked, right. and made sure all the parts were there. Mm-hmm. So they were a nice size, definitely to fit the doll comfortably. Well, it seems to me from looking at eBay that. The dolls are still bringing a pretty good price, the vintage dolls. Mm -hmm. I was surprised to learn that you can buy brand new ones at uh, Walmart and Target and places like that for under $30. Shocking. Uh, Yeah, it was. But in 1998, American Girl was bought out by Mattel, who also owns Barbie. And now the thing that impresses me the most about American Girl, because I'm not a girl collector, but I love the ins and outs of business, mm-hmm. is that they have become an omni-channel selling machine. I mean, they are best marketers for this kind of thing that I've ever seen. They cover all the bases. Mm-hmm. So the awareness of the brand mm-hmm. is huge. And, of course, that's going to drive prices up. I saw an interesting article or discussion on on BuzzFeed. BuzzFeed from time to time publishes prices that are sort of, oh, you won't believe this price. And they were talking about uh, the prices that American Girl dolls were bringing, but they were referring to searches on the eBay items for sale pages. Oh. Which surprised me because anyone who actually sells on eBay would know that asking price is not getting price. Right. If I looked up the the number of American Girl dolls, the number of listings that have been completed in the past 90 days, and then I looked up the number that have, of those that had been sold in the past 90 days, and the sell-through rate just blew me away. It was about 70%. So if... If roughly three out of four of the American Girl items will sell in the course of 90 days, that's pretty good. And, of course, you know, once the, the items are relisted, then uh, the chances are good that they'll sell. Uh, well, Dana, this is a good spot to stop for a word from our sponsor, and we'll be right back. Hey, eBay sellers. It pays to know what you've got and what it's worth. That's why you need WorthPoint. WorthPoint.com is the world's largest resource for pricing antiques and collectibles with millions of items, photos, and sold-for prices. With their free mobile app for iPhone and Android, you can carry the power of WorthPoint right in your pocket wherever you go. For a 7-day, 7-look-up free trial, go to WorthPoint.com. 
Okay, we're back. Yours truly, Wayne Jordan and Dana Crawford, and we're talking about finding and flipping American Girl dolls. We'll pick up where we left off. But I, I tend to like looking at the eBay completed listings more than the sold listings because it gives you not just what was sold, but what wasn't sold. And what wasn't sold can be very informative too. It can tell you what prices were too high, or if you see something that is particularly good, you wonder why that didn't sell, you can go to the listing and find out that it was scratched or it had a missing part or something. You can almost always deduce why it didn't sell. So uh, you can learn a lot by just looking at eBay. Another thing that I found helpful uh, that I am prone to do is I went to Google Trends. Mm -hmm. And in Google Trends, I compared American Girl dolls, Madame Alexander dolls, Barbie dolls, and Cabbage Patch kids. Uh, just to see, this is search volume for the past 12 months. And Barbie dolls and Cabbage Patch kids were neck and neck for which one got the most searches. American Girl dolls was a, was very close behind them. The, the line and the graph uh, almost follows them mm. exactly in terms of direction, and and uh, but it's slightly less in the no total number of searches. Of course, Madame Alexander dolls was dragging down at the bottom because I don't mm. think that they're as popular as they once were. No. But uh, all that goes to show that interest in American Girl dolls is huge. So tell me, if if someone is out at a garage sale or an estate sale and auctions, any, any place that you'd normally be looking for uh, things to resell, dolls, to me, they, they almost all look alike. I mean, if, <laughs> if I were to look at an American Girl doll or if I, if I were to look at dolls, how would I know if one was an American Girl or not if I didn't know much about American Girl dolls? Yeah, they're definitely stamped. So there's no, they're stamped on the back of their neck. So you have to take off their clothes or look around their back. Um, I was at a flea market one time and there was a table and I spotted uh, an American Girl doll on naked and, mm -hmm. and her hair was kind of a mess and everything. And she was laying on the table and I knew I could tell from a distance that it was an American Girl doll. And so I went over there, and there was a little girl standing there with her mom, mm -hmm. and she was parting with her doll. And I picked it up, took a look at it, and she was all excited that I might purchase this. And you could mm -hmm. tell as I'm looking it over, and I knew it was a higher-end doll. Mm -hmm. And I said to her, um, how much are you asking for her? And she said, $5. And I said, <laughs> I mean, I wanted to take the money and run, you know, and mm -hmm. I was just like, oh, my goodness, you know, she's she's absolutely beautiful. And, and I reached into my purse to, to get her or my fanny pack. I always mm -hmm. do flea markets with my fanny pack. So I reached into my fanny pack and um, all I had was a 20. Mm -hmm. And so I gave it to her and I said, just mm -hmm. keep it. This doll's worth worth at least $20. And she was so excited because cool. she made $20. Hmm. So I made about 300 but. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that's. 
but she was asking five. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, she was happy. You were happy. It's win-win. Right. And, and that's what reselling is all about, win-win. We can all make money. That's right. That's right. And my point is, too, the doll was naked. It didn't have mm-hmm. any accessories. It didn't have anything. And it was okay because I knew I could fix her hair. Her hair wasn't mm-hmm. cut. It was just right. a mess. I can't remember the exact doll that it was. And I know that I remember I took it that next step and I bought some clothes for her and right. then listed her with some clothes. So if you do find a naked one, you can sell them. I mean, I have seen people list them naked. If they're lower end, you know, you just want to move it quick. Right. But if you want to make some extra money, it's worth um going to eBay and adjusting your search to lowest price first mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and look for an outfit that matches your doll. So also you you want to if you if you buy them naked or even if they they have their hair messed up and and you can you can clean them up. I've also seen some really messed up dolls at sales, garage sales that were pretty dirty. Sometimes at garage sales, you can kind of tell if you have people that have the same signs up and they're, <laughs> they have garage sales a lot. Right. And they tend to leave stuff out in the rain. And I try to avoid those types because they're right. usually just garbage pickers. And you can tell when you go there because everything is so dirty. Right. And I have seen some really dirty dolls. So you can clean them up, but the main thing is you want to check her nose and her fingertips. So you you give her a manicure and pick her nose. Now what do you do? <laughs> and her toenails. I mean, you just want to make sure that they're all not rubbed off because some kids throw them in the wagon or they drag them down the street with their bikes and and they fall or whatever, and and sometimes the ear gets rubbed off or there's the nose or some other body part. Now, there's another doll that I actually had a lady bring to my house, and she had a collection of them, and she swore they were American Girl dolls. And I could not believe how much it looked like an American Girl doll, but it definitely, it was like an American Girl doll wannabe. A knockoff. That's what I thought, but it didn't have it didn't have the brand on it or anything. So I had a hard time, but then I discovered that Target put out this doll called Our Generation Doll. Mm-hmm. And it is definitely it's still 18 inches and mm-hmm. she has a face very soft and feminine, familiar to the American girl. But they only sell for about twenty bucks at Target, right. and selling them on on for a profit is not uh, easy to do. Did you list those? No, I gave them back to her, and she was no doubt surprised to find out that she didn't have the real thing. She was, so that led me to believe they weren't hers in the first place. She right. picked them up somewhere, thinking she was going to flip as a consignment seller. I know I don't know how other consignment sellers feel, but personally, I don't like selling for flippers, people that go hunting to to flip stuff and then bring them to consignment sellers. I prefer to sell for the collector. Right. Well, there's more money in it for both of you. 
And th- that's a good point about her picking these up somewhere else. Uh, she didn't do her homework. She right. didn't know what she had. Right. Um, she probably maybe overpaid for them in the first place because she thought they were American Girl. And she was no doubt shocked to find out that they weren't. Right. Yeah. The other the other unique thing about American Girl, they'll let you pick out the eye color, the hair color, the skin color, and the clothes. And they're, um, I think they're called Truly Me. And you design, you basically design your own doll. Right. And you can give her your her own name. And so keep that in mind that you may run across doll American Girl dolls that are going to be hard to identify. So if I were out at a flea market or garage sale and I and I saw what was clearly an American Girl doll because it had the logo on the neck and and so on, but it didn't match up to anything in the catalog it would be safe to assume that that was a custom-made doll. Now, back in the day, I remember when I would list American Girl stuff, I did auctions all the way because it was a sure thing. So I could list it as an auction, and I did that with that lady's stuff. And I remember she was freaking out when I listed it 99 cents. <laughs> oh, I'll bet. Yeah, she was freaking out. And I'm telling her, just relax. It'll be okay. And um, sure enough, it went above and beyond. So nowadays, you're better off doing your research. And then what I prefer to do is price high at the going rate, a little bit above the going rate, and then have that make an offer with auto accept, auto decline, how low will you go? And you'd find going rate by checking sold and completed items on eBay? On eBay and WorthPoint, because mm-hmm. WorthPoint, I've heard, you know, some people get upset with WorthPoint because they'll say, well, this one sold last year for that amount, but will I get it this year? And the thing is, why not try? Okay, it sold for that last year, and it was pretty consistent that year of selling for that price. Why not take it out for a spin? You can always come down to challenge myself when I'm pricing. And I want to make the most money possible. Well, one thing's for sure, you're not going to get it if you don't ask for it. I mean, how hard is it to, when the auction ends, you put the auction up there for a week. How hard is it to change the price the next week or the next month? You know, it's all doable. You just need to see what what kind of uh, interest you get in it. Okay, Dana. Well, this has been fun. We've Probably could go on with this for another hour, telling stories and and uh, talking about American Girl dolls. Uh, maybe we'll revisit this again in the future. But for now, that's it. Our time's up. So, uh, Dana, it's been real. Have a good weekend. Thanks, Wayne. Bye, everybody. You've been listening to Flip It or Skip It, brought to you by WorthPoint.com the world's largest antiques and collectibles pricing and research database. Buy right, sell right, and profit more with WorthPoint. Point.